Welcome to Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's Word, your daily dose of the bread of life. Today's August the 25th, and I'm your host, Ali. We'll be reading from the Amazing Facts Bible Reading Plan at amazingfacts.org, search Bible Reading Plan. Each month's readings are based on the first 25 days of each month, which means there's a number of free days, so you can catch up if you ever fall behind. This should make reaching your goal of reading the Bible through in a year very possible. Thank you for joining us on this journey, and let's open up in prayer as you read God's Word. Father in heaven in Jesus, thank you for a wonderful day today, Lord, awaiting us. Lord, I pray that we just take in your word, that we get all the spiritual uh, nourishment that we need for our soul, and that your word would be food for our soul and for our mind. Lord, I pray that this your word does not come back void, and it's, it's uh, planted and rooted in fresh, fertile soil, the soil of our heart, and that we really take in your word and not just read it, but we eat it, and not just eat it, but live it and live according to your word and be sanctified by your word. So we love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. Be with us now. We invite you, Jesus, into this recording, into this prayer, into this study of your word. And we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Esther chapter 9, the Jews destroy their tormentors. Now in the 12th month, that is, the month of Adar, on the 13th day, the time came for the king's command and his decree to be executed. On the day that the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, the opposite occurred, and that the Jews themselves overpowered those who hated them. The Jews gathered together in their cities throughout all the provinces of King Ashurarius to lay hands on those who sought their harm. And no one could withstand them because fear of them fell upon all people. And all the officials of the providences, the satraps, the governors, and all those doing the king's work helped the Jews because the fear of Mordecai fell upon them. For Mordecai was great in the king's palace and his fame spread throughout all the providences. For this man Mordecai became increasingly prominent. Thus, the Jews defeated all their enemies with the stroke, with, with the stroke of the sword with the slaughter and destruction and did what they pleased with those who hated them and in shushan the clitidel the jews killed and destroyed 500 men also pharisatha dolphin alfatha paratha aldia aridatha parmashetha arise aridad and vasquetha ten sons of heman the sons of hamadathia the enemy of the Jews they killed. They did not lay a hand on the plunder. On that day, the number of those who were killed in Shushan the, the Clitidel was brought to the king. And the king said to Queen Esther, the Jews have killed and destroyed 500 men in Shushan the Clitidel and the 10 sons of Haman. What have they done in the rest of the king's providences? Now, what is your petition? It shall be granted to you or what is your further request? It shall be done. Then Esther said, If it pleases the king, let it be granted to the Jews who are in Shushan to do again tomorrow according to today's decree, and let Haman's ten sons be hanged on the gallows. So the king commanded this to be done. The decree was issued in Shushan, and they hanged Haman's ten sons. 
and the Jews were in Shushan gathered together again on the fourteenth day of the month of Adar and killed three hundred men at Shushan, but they did not lay a hand on the plunder. The remainder of the Jews and the king's providences gathered together and protected their lives, had rest from their enemies, and killed seventy-five thousand of their enemies, but they did not lay a hand on the plunder. This was on the thirteenth day of the month of Adar, and the fourteenth of the month they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness, the Feast of Purim. But the Jews who were at Shushan assembled together on the thirteenth day, as well as on the fourteenth, and on the fifteenth of the month they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness. Therefore the Jews of the villages dwelt in the unwalled town celebrated for the fourteenth day of the month of Adar with gladness and feasting as a holiday and for sending presents to one another. And Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters to all the Jews, near and far, who were in all the providences of King Ashuaeus, to establish among them that they should celebrate yearly the fourteenth and fifteenth days of the month of Adar, as the days on which the Jews had rest from their enemies, as the month which was turned from sorrow to joy for them, and from mourning to a holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and joy, of sending presents to one another and gifts to the poor. So the Jews accepted the custom which they had begun, as Mordecai had written to them, because Haman, the son of Hamadathia the Agite, the enemy of all the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to annihilate them, and had cast per, that is, the lot, to consume them and destroy them. But when Esther came before the king, he commanded by letter that this wicked plot which Haman had deceived against the Jews should return on his own head, and that he and his sons should be hanged on the gallows. So they called these days Purim, after the name Pur. Therefore, because of all the words of this letter, which they had seen concerning this matter, and what had happened to them, the Jews established and imposed it upon themselves and their descendants and all who would join them, that without fail they should celebrate these two days every year according to written instructions and according to the prescribed time, that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation, every family, every providence, every city, that these days of Purim should not fail to be observed among the Jews and that the memory of them should not perish among their descendants. Then Queen Esther, the daughter of Abihel, with Mordecai the Jew, wrote with full authority to confirm this second letter about Purim. And Mordecai sent letters to all the Jews, to the 127 providences of the king of Asuraeus, with words of peace and truth to confirm these days of Purim at their appointed time as Mordecai the Jew and Queen Esther had prescribed for them, and as they had decreed for themselves and their descendants concerning matters of fasting and lamenting. So the decree of Esther confirmed these matters of Param, and it was written in the book. Esther chapter 10, Mordecai's advancement. And King Asuerus imposed tribute on the land and on the island of the sea, now all the acts of his power and his might, and the account of the greatness of Mordecai, to which the king advanced him, 
Are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Medi and Persia? For Mordecai the Jew was second to King Asuraeus, and was great among the Jews, and well received by the multitude of his brethren, seeking the good of his people, and speaking peace to all his countrymen. Proverbs chapter 7, verses 15 through 28. He who justifies the wicked, and he who condemns the just, both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. Why is there in the hand of a fool the purchase price of wisdom, since he has no heart for it? A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A man devoid of understanding shakes hands in a pledge and becomes surety for his friend. He who loves transgression loves strife, and he who exalts his gate seeks destruction. He who has a deceitful heart finds no good, and he who has a perverse tongue falls into evil. He who begets a scoffer does so to his sorrow, and the father of a fool has no joy. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. A wicked man accepts a bribe behind the back to pervert the ways of justice. Wisdom is in the sight of him who has understanding, but the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. Also, to punish the righteous is not good, nor strike princes for their uprightness. He who has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of a calm spirit. Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. Luke chapter 20, verses 20 through 26. The Pharisees, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar? So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be righteous that they might seize on his words in order to deliver him to the power and the authority of the governor. Then they asked him, saying, Teacher, we know that you say and teach rightly, and you do not show personal favoritism, but teach the way of God in truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Why do you test me? Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription does it have? They answered and said, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. But they could not catch him in his words in the presence of the people. And they marveled at his answer and kept silent. Philemon chapter 1, verses 12 through 25. I'm sending him back. You therefore receive him, that is, my own heart, whom I wish to keep with me, that on your behalf he might minister to me and my chains for the gospel. But without your consent, I wanted to do nothing, that your good deeds might not be compulsion as it were, but voluntary. For perhaps he departed for a while for this purpose, that you might receive him forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you, 
both in the flesh and in the Lord. Philemon's obedience encouraged. If then you count me as a partner, receive him as you would me. But if he has wronged you or owes anything, put that on my account. I, Paul, am writing with my own hand. I will repay, not to mention to you that you owe me even your own self besides. Yes, brother, let me have joy from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in the Lord, having confidence in your obedience. I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I say. But meanwhile, also prepare a guest room for me, for I trust that through your prayers, I shall be granted to you. Farewell. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, greets you. As do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, Luke, my fellow laborers, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. This ends our reading of God's word for today. Let's close in prayer and thank him for his word. Father in heaven, in Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to take in your precious, beautiful word. Thank you that we were able to really go through the whole book of Esther during this week and just see how, Lord, you already knew the decree that was going to be in place to annihilate the Jews. And yet you chose Esther, brought her in the palace of the king. And you, Lord, you had your working in that. And even how you see Mordecai, just a few chapters, he was in the king's uh, gate and clothed in sackcloth saying, Lord, help us, help us fasting and praying and humbling himself. And now he fast forward in a couple of chapters and now he's second in command to the king, honored. Lord, we know that when we honor you, you honor us. When we're bold for you, God, you're bold for us. And it's so wonderful, as David said, I was young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous seed begging for bread. Lord, allow us to trust you and know that even when things don't make sense, even when justice is not prevailing, Lord, your throne is above all thrones. Jesus, your King of kings, Lord of lords, authorities above all authorities, name above every name. And we thank you, Lord. We submit our lives to you. Thank you for allowing us to look at the Proverbs and see that we need to be careful with our tongue. Sometimes as humans, we like to talk too much, Lord. But Lord, I pray that you allow us to control this device in our mouth, Lord, as sometimes it can be a blessing and sometimes it can be a curse or we can get our own self in trouble because of our words, Lord. But allow us to control our tongue as James says. So Lord, allow us to not just control our tongue, but Lord, allow us to walk in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and neither the flesh. And Lord, we even see your wisdom, Jesus, and Luke, how they try to come and try and set you up and make you, Jesus, say something you had no business saying, but even you, Jesus, had wisdom. And we thank you, Lord, that we can come to you, Jesus Christ, and we can receive that divine, that unlimited wisdom, and for you to help us, you're with us. So Lord, allow us to reach out to you when we have problems, when we don't understand what's going on. Jehovah and Jesus Christ, allow us to come to you with our petitions, with whether on the mountaintops and everything is nice and going smooth and sailing, or if we're in the valley. But Lord, you're with us. 
your rod and your staff protect and comfort us. So Lord, we thank you. And we read in Philemon how, you know, we see Philemon's obedience and Paul and Luke and Mark, they're all together. Lord, allow us to have that relationship with, allow us to be united, the kingdom citizens united, allow us to be united as we are the body of Christ, Lord. Allow us to separate ourselves from those that drag us down in the faith or that's not profitable for our eternal welfare. And let us unite with Christian brothers and sisters that will lift us up in you, Jehovah, in you, Jesus Christ. So we love you. We thank you. I pray a blessing over whoever's listening. I pray a blessing, Lord, over their day. And I pray that whatever they're going through, whether big or small, that, Lord, they come to you and say, Lord, I need you. I can't rely on myself. And Jesus, they go to the foot of the cross and you heal their, you heal their wounds and you pour out your love on them. So, Lord, we love you and we thank you and we praise you in the mountain and in the valley. And we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We pray that today's reading of God's word was a blessing to you. Our prayer is that the Lord will continue to bless you with wisdom and understanding, both in spiritual as well as temporal matters in your everyday life. If you would like to receive special prayer, please email us at afy at amazingfacts.org or join our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Amazing Facts Youth and message us there with your prayer requests. If you would like to join us for our weekly global prayer meeting called Hey Let's Pray, ID and password are in our bio here or visit our social media pages for the meeting ID and then message us for the password. Thank you again for joining us here on Spotify podcast at Amazing Facts Youth. And now as we go, enjoy the following music so that you can reflect on the reading of God's word from today. We look forward to you joining us again tomorrow here at Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's word, your daily dose of the bread of life. This is your host Ali signing off until tomorrow. And remember, you're extraordinary and you're a treasure. Bye for now. Thank you.